Oh man. Well, well, wow. well. Energy. Energy. So much um, energy. I, I apologize in advance. It's a little difficult to talk. Um, I went to the dentist like an hour ago, and my ent- the entire left side of my face is numb. So. You know what? This is the perfect. This is the perfect like start to the pod. Really. Uh-huh. Um, Simon, how have you been? <laughs> I I think there's like a big some big news happening in your world. Yeah. Um, me and Eric kind of. I still don't, it doesn't feel real, but we ended up putting in an offer on a house this weekend and it got accepted and we weren't expecting it. There were like seven or eight other offers. So I'm still processing in real time. I'm excited, but I'm like, oh my God, so much has to happen. (laughs) Was yours the best offer or did you guys write a letter like, we're just two gays and we love being gay. It's exactly what happened. I we'll actually, have raunchy sex in here. Yeah, exactly. Might have uh, slipped him an extra 20. Wink, uh, wink. Uh, that's how you do it. That's how that's you do right. it. If you haven't started looking into real estate, people, just bring an extra 20. Give them a little wink, wink. That's yep. Typically, mm-hmm. that'll help. That'll help. I've always I've heard, always heard it'll, they'll turn a blind eye to those other offers. Yeah. Just yeah. put them a 20. Give them a 20. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. So smart. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, that's what's been going on with me. How about you? I'm officially in my new place. Oh. Just moved in over the weekend. Oh, good. Stressful. Um, I'm really hoping that my internet doesn't die uh, <laughs> during yeah. this call because uh, I was supposed to get Google Fiber today and they didn't bring it. Or no, they, they I, it all came. It, it came... <laughs> Okay, but okay. like I don't know, I can't it's get just it not to, working for you. It's a, okay. I can't get it to work, and they have a technician coming out tomorrow. Now, explain oh, Google. My God, what? Uh, okay, what? so um, friend of the pod, Eric Nitz. Yes, from the the Eric Nitz um, Christmas episode. The Eric Nitz Christmas episode. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, AKA not Amy Grant. Grant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, so he's in Austin, and uh, after this, oh. I'm going to meet up with him because he is oh, wow. staying. He, I was like, where are you staying? He's literally staying across the street from me. Get out of town. Get out. <laughs> That's But so yeah, fun. I'm using my phone's hotspot right now. So that is how we are calling in today. Well, okay, Zoom. That's why you are panicking. Ugh. Yeah, I had to like set up my hotspot i had to set up i was trying to do everything in the last 30 minutes and it just wasn't working see people that's the level of service i would i i'm going above and beyond to make sure this podcast is going to happen speaking of level service i have a question for you that moving company did you have to lift a finger yes because mama if i'm hiring movers i better not be doing anything okay so like i didn't I didn't I wasn't even there for the move like when they cleaned out my apartment. Was not there. Right. Right. <laughs> and I checked on it for you. They did great. They did great. My my mm-hmm. dad was there and he supervised. I don't think he had to yep. touch one thing. Great. In terms of it coming in here. Mm. Couple things. One, okay. Okay. they couldn't figure out how to make my bed. Like <laughs> put the frame back together. Oh no. 
And it, they were sitting in there for like a good 30 minutes. I was like, do you guys like, I can just like see if I can get the manual, how to set it up. Yeah. Be helpful, do that. You know? And they're like, oh yeah, yeah. And so then I leave it to them. And then I have to sign some papers to say, oh yeah, they moved everything. The bed was incorrectly made. Not like terribly. It just, there's like a gap that I'm like, oh, I just don't want to deal with that. So I, I, it's currently made. Is it incorrectly. still functional? Is it it's functional? functioning for me that's, that's right now. But I, so I can't believe they didn't ask for a manual or something. I wouldn't. Yeah, have, I know. I wouldn't have just started on a bed willy nilly. I mean, granted, I'm not exactly Albert Einstein when it comes to physical labor. Okay, but I mean, that would have been my you, first. You will day. have a woodworking shop at your new house, right? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Are you there? Hello. Uh, I'll have to cut this out. This is going to suck. Didn't get out with. Oh, she's back. I'm back. Oh, my I wonder God. what this is going to do for the recording. <laughs> do you want to keep going? Yeah. We'll see. Just, okay. What were we we'll saying? Just keep going. Um, God, what were we talking about? <laughs> Moving company. Yeah, physical labor. And then you have you have a woodworking shop in your new house. Eh, Well, I guess someone used it for that, but I don't expect it will continue to be used as such when we move. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So, and then in terms of moving, what I also did have to do lift a finger for is they put put everything into tons of cardboard boxes. Okay. All knickknacks paddy wax everything in my apartment was put into everything. like different cardboard boxes wrapped up with more tissue paper than you would ever know <laughs> what to do with i'm not kidding well, you hey. it was like i don't i had to go down to the trash bin like five times and each time was a full load and that's just the stuff hey. i unpacked did anything break nothing broke nothing broke so well, it all it, it all came through but I, like that. If you have a kink for unwrapping gifts, this would probably be really fun for you because just you are like a sexual experience. Then. You just get to continually open things and go, I wonder what this mm-hmm. is. And then it's always something that you had before. But right. like <laughs> that's kind of fun sometimes, right? I don't know. That sounds super fun. Well, it sounds like you had a better experience than I did when I moved with, and I'll say it here, triple A movers. Don't ever use them horrible experience i had to lift more than a finger a hand uh multiple hands use my whole body to basically move myself it was terrible i don't that i don't honestly i don't really care about like moving isn't that bad i don't think this somehow felt worse because i had to like the way i do it is i just like over the course of a weekend i just take tons of boxes and tupperware and I unload them at the next sure. place and then I come back with the empty Tupperwares and I do more. And then all my friends have to sure. help me with are like the big items. Yeah. But um, that's not well, why hey, we're here today. That's not no. why we're here today, Simon. This is not a real estate podcast. Get that from another source. NPR. Yeah. NPR. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Probably like, what is it? QVC. 
I don't QVC know. is big into real estate. <laughs> Which is the new album title to the artist that we're reviewing today. That's right. <laughs> it's something QVC like that. QVC in real estate. QVC in, QVC in real estate. That's right. No, so the, mean, the title is more along something, you know, poetic. It's, it's a little longer. You something know, so, little, uh, you know, something, something descriptive. It's, it's, it's rivaling Allie and AJ's, um, long album titles as well. Um, but that's right. I think we probably need to introduce our guests and then we can like mention the album. I don't know. Well, I don't, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, he's been on before, maybe for the same artists that we're reviewing today, but you know what? When it's not broke, don't fix it. That's what they say. No. La- I, In- I think so. The guests that we we have today, um, I think it's our longest episode. It might be ever, but I know it's of the season. It's the longest episode. That's right. Uh, Definitely our mo- most academic. Of and the, last the only season. episode that we got to comment in, on the Podbean being chat form Podbean. thing about. And we still have yet to decipher what it meant. Still thinking about it. Bold choice. <laughs> Something about bold choices with your choice, Simon. Something but, about it, it made no sense. It made no sense. We're reviewing another Lana album, and the only person that that makes sense to do that with is our friend, our friend and previous ho- or guest uh, host, Alan Semro. Alan, welcome back. Hey, hey, what's happening? Oh my gosh, Alan, oh, have you ever it's... moved ever in your life? <laughs> yeah, I moved to Denver from Minneapolis. Mm. You You know what I did though is I sold everything that didn't fit in my little car and I just packed it up and drove out here. And see, and that's exactly what Lana Del Rey would do. That's why Alan is here. It was. Do you think so? It was still stressful. I think it is. And I think there are songs on this record even hinting. I mean, Mm. Paris, Texas. Yeah. About moving? That's that's definitely about moving. Oh, yeah. Moving on, baby. Very much so. Um, yeah, Alan, how Alan, have you been? Yeah, great. I'm doing great. Uh, I hate winter, but other <sighs> than that, it doing great. It's getting warmer here, so yeah, mostly everything's been just kind of great lately. And we have a new Lana album. We have a new <sighs> Lana album. And Simon, Which... congrats on the house. I want to say that. Thank you so much. Congrats. I was just thinking we have the same exact lamp. As the one in your background, yeah, taste. the Target, Target, yeah, taste. yeah. There's, there's <laughs> this um, chiropractor on the corner here. He's got it too, and I'm just like, I have to shop. I have to stop getting shit from yeah. Target because everybody yeah. has it. Everyone has it. Who cares? Okay. Who cares? It's a lamp to provide light. That's I know. Right. I mean, so and we, clearly, it looks great. And if it looks great, it does. It does. It does. Two shits. Mm-hmm. It lights That's the right. room. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Um, Alan, we must confess that we tried as hard as we could. And by that, I mean, we tried to make it work. We were going to review Lana's album, Blue Bannisters. Correct. But the timing mm. just didn't work. Do you have anything that you just want to, what's the quick snippet on your Blue Bannisters review? Yeah. Thank you so much for asking. Uh, I actually, in retrospect, will say... I feel like for the three of us, it's best we skip that one because I needed to, I needed time with that record. Mm. I needed a year with that record. 
Yeah. Um, because I think I would have been coming in hot like I was with chemtrails, which I still hold chemtrails pretty close and I still stick mm-hmm. with most of the things I probably said in the last episode. But if I would have done that blue banisters one a week after it came out, I would have not have spoken to it. I think in the way that I would speak to it now. Oh, wow. what do you mean by that? You're, mm. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah. So I like it. It is a mixtape. Blue yeah. banisters is a mixtape. Yeah. Uh, because it features four or five songs that are red have been readily available on YouTube since 2014. And um, it felt like a hodgepodge, but great. There's some great stuff in there. Black Bathing Suit is a great song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, If You Lie Down With Me is a great song. There's some really good stuff in there, but it's not cohesive. And so it's her mixtape. It's her Mm -hmm, mm mixtape. And I wouldn't have said that, honestly, if we had come in hot with that one. You would have probably been like this is fucking shit. No, I would have been like, oh, my God, this is my number two. <laughs> really? Really? Because yeah. I I yeah. sent Simon a thing um, on Apple Music. You can see like what albums or like what music your friends are listening to. Mm-hmm. And on Lana Del Rey's page, it's like this album, tons of people listening to. Mm-hmm. Chemtrails Over Country Club, tons of people. Um, Norman fucking Rockwell, tons of people. Blue Bannisters, zero. Yeah. Oh, wow. Zero people went to that album. Well, the mm. thing with that record, the thing with that record is she did no promo on it. And it really was kind of her in, in between. I think she needed to get some things out and she got them out in the way that Lana gets things out. Um, however okay. she wants. However she if, wants. If we're talking about doing no promo for that album, this one we got one billboard. We got That's one right. billboard. We got in, one billboard. Oh, Oklahoma. <laughs> so I mean, the most Lana thing. <laughs> a billboard in her ex's hometown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was very Lana. Yeah. Um, she did do that. Yeah. And I think she's been handing out little jewelry boxes to around LA. So love that. She's yeah, she's just <laughs> she does things her own way for sure. That's right. That's right. Yeah, um, just in her Chevy Colorado that she's had for 10 years. It's got dents all over it, just bopping around town, handing yeah. out jewelry boxes. Just like you and me. <laughs> Living the dream. Who's it's that? Goals. Who's that one celebrity that I think her like her name's like Julia Fox, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. if she's an influencer or what she is, but she like lives in this like tiny, like shitty New York apartment with her kids. Relatable, yeah. But yeah. like she's big online. I don't Yeah. She I feel she, like that's very Lana energy. She became a meme. That's her claim to fame. Yeah. Uncut, she wore that. Jams. Oh, Jesus she wore Christ. that dress with the hands, I think. Mm. Yes. I mean, it was a good mm. look. Let's be real. It was a statement. It was a statement. Speaking of oh, statements, God. this record has a lot of statements and mm. other things. It's, a, we... it's a full, it's a full record. It's a full record. Should we get into That's the right. album? Oh, let's do it. Yeah. Let's break it down. Like you said, Aaron, this is a long one. This is uh, an hour, 17 minutes. So you got to buckle up if you're going on this ride. It's longer than I think uh, most albums that we've reviewed outside of maybe Taylor albums. This is a cracked. This is a long one. 
What what did we think of of the length? Was it too long? Um, I don't. For me, no. I'm typically when I'm sitting down with Lana, I'm ready, and I'm buckled up. I'm ready to go. So, I mean, for me, I'm not saying that I wouldn't keep every song necessarily, but just like philosophically, um, not too, not too long for me. Yeah. I don't know. What about you guys? Um, well, the thing about Lana is that I saw some commentary. Um, I've been trying not to read reviews as much as I did with like chemtrails and stuff, but like I've seen a couple things where people are like, it's too long. And then like the, the stands will message back and just be like, we want it to be this long. This, we are living for this. So when I saw it was 77 minutes or whatever, I was like, oh, great. You know, I think Lust for Life was about that long to her fourth record. Oh, yeah, it's a long one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one's Which its own thing. I just yeah. recently re-listened to and it really hit correctly for some reason. I like that record, actually. It's not very cohesive, but... Uh, no, it's all over it's, the place. It's a journey. It's a journey. And I think yeah. this one is too. And I think, mm-hmm. I think how she had it set up made a lot of, made a lot of sense. You have, you know, the gospel all kind of orchestrated stuff at, at first, and then you get kind of into the bops at the end. And then in the middle, there's some, some Lana lost in the woods type sen- sentiments, I think. And yeah. so I, I appreciated the length. I was not mad about that when I saw that. Yeah. But... Aaron, how did you feel about it? Yeah. You know, so I'm notoriously not a Lana fan. Uh-huh. Notorious. Um, not my cup of tea, not my cup of jam. I think what I have grown from since uh previous review has been I think that she's putting on a like an image or whatever both it like to public, but also I think in the fantastical views on her records or like the themes, they aren't necessarily hers. They're kind of just like, I don't know. They're, they're very, they're very fantasy. Like over the top um, symbolism over the top, kind of just like, this is some sort of um, God prairie. Um, Prairie needs some know. attention. She needs it right now. Okay. <laughs> but that's, that's, uh, I think I've come to appreciate that, you know, okay. um, a little bit more with this album. Wow. And so, in terms of the length, I feel like it was too long, but that's only because there were some parts of the album that truly every time we landed on them, I was like, gotta go. I'm very so, excited to hear what what like your biggest flop is and everything. How long? Yeah. How many times did yeah. you listen to it, Aaron? You know, uh, I being an hour and seventeen minutes, you'd think not very many times. I feel uh-huh. like I listened to it maybe five times the whole way through. Oh, at wow! Least. Wow! At least, honestly, that's more than I listened to some of the albums we review that are a lot shorter. So good oh, for you. Yeah. Oh, good I know. You. <laughs> you did the work. Good you for did. You. I'm proud of you. Yeah. But I like wow. it's it's like sometimes you're paying more attention than other times. Sometimes you're right. like, yeah. But at least five times I tried to like 
but there is def- my my biggest flop is like Skip. big flop. Yeah, big flop. Um, <laughs> overall, I think that like what I appreciated about this album, I think it kind of holds true to what my um top bop of the last album was is that there's this a lot of like repetition of uh the same words for like emphasis and then she like continues to build and like it turns very choral in some moments uh that i really did enjoy on a a lot of songs Mm -hmm. and there definitely were some religious undertones in some of the songs Mm -hmm. that felt kind of uh some more than that was some more than others (laughs) um Someone likened there's the one song, uh, I think it's A&W, that does a very um, hard feelings, loveless thing where it has like that kind of break. And then it's like a brand new up uppity beat for the second yep. half. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It'll slap it, you if you're not ready for it. Yeah. I think, sure. that, I think that there's songs in this album that are the closest Lana's ever gotten to a dance song within like one of her own songs. Yeah. On the She's show. been away from pop for a very long time since yeah. that first, I guess from less for life was a little poppy, but still mm. very slow, but there has not been a pop hit in 10 years. I know that. Oh yeah. No. And I don't think there's a pop hit on this album. I don't think she's, speak- <laughs> I don't think she's speaking to anyone other than her people yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think she really is trying to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, I think her people eat her up and are oh, obsessed. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You know, don't, don't get on Twitter if you're not ready. You know, they'll mm-hmm. eat ya. They will. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I will say listening through this album, um I I don't think I got a similar feeling to like blue banisters and maybe on a, some level chemtrails that I did when I was listening to Norman fucking Rockwell, where it just felt like, oh, this is a journey that like I'm gonna remember. And it's really going to stick with me. And I did have a very similar feeling, like first impression when I listened the first couple of times to this album. It just felt like, okay, Lana is like, not necessarily that she was off her game, but it feels like kind of more on track or like more NFR level than her last two albums, which was very exciting for me as someone who still really, really enjoyed the last two albums. Like, it's hard for her to do wrong for me, but this felt just like even more elevated for her. And I have a pretty, like I'm pretty critical of my faves. So I don't know. I, I really enjoyed the journey. I, I do think with Lana albums, the more time you give them, you'll just find that you can revisit them at any time, like as they age and you'll get something totally different out of it and like i just recently listened to um less for life again which has kind of always been on the lower end of lana for me but for some reason it was right place right time and i just really really it hit me right so i think this album will be the same for me i mean it's i think it's definitely like top half of lana albums for me um yeah, I don't know. I I just really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I totally agree. I think, like, 
Norman fucking Rockwell was such a such a masterpiece. And I think the two records that followed that were very COVID era records where totally Hemtrails totally. definitely had some tracks that were probably made during the NFR era and just kind mm-hmm. of were gonna copy and paste and put them on that record and it's a mm-hmm. quick record. And I love and I do like that record. I think it's really cohesive and everything. Um, and then there's Blue Bannisters, which is the mixtape. But then now this feels this feels so much fuller. There's the orchestration, like yes. Aaron kind of talks about. And I think I, it feels cohesive, weirdly. Like, even even if it's a musical journey sort of through the whole thing, it feels cohesive. And I, part of it might be because she is repeating these these sentiments of like letting the light in and you know she's not she didn't bring up candles in the fucking wind again which i'm glad that that didn't come up again yeah but uh there's uh there's a cohesion to it there's a sense of humor about it and jack antonoff produced most of this record too and i think you can you can hear that as well they have such a good working relationship so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, so speaking of like simon mentioned earlier that there's like that this is probably in the top half of Lana albums. Yeah. I would be curious to know because this is probably like it's gonna stir the oh god Lana-nators. What what a, uh, what a, what do Lana fans call themselves? Lipsters. 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 That's the only yeah. one we've ever had. Yeah. Oh, it's wow. been there forever. Yeah. This the is gonna stir the lipsters, but I'd love to know least favorite Lana album. Oh God, that's tough. Oh, oh, oh man. Okay, let me think here for a second. Oh God, that's tough. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I, like I can say without a doubt, favorite is Norman fucking Rockwell. Like that's very easy. But yeah, least favorite. Oh, least favorite. Oh man, get the girls fighting. I think if you had, if I had to choose right now just where i'm at right now in my life i think honestly chemtrails and and i like chemtrails i like chemtrails a lot um but i think it's too close it's a little too covid era like you were saying there's just something about it that felt a little bit rushed it is cohesive but like you said almost an nfrb side in yeah. so many ways <laughs> yeah so, but so like right now at this moment in time but Lana, the the sands of Lana are ever shifting. They're never static. So who knows? It could change next week. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear you. Okay. Well, I think I said this probably on my two and a half hour long chemtrails episode, but uh, Born to Die is my least favorite. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't think it's aged well. I think that's what I said last time. I don't think it aged well, but I was, I did read, I listened to a podcast recently and they said how it it was Rolling Stone put it on and they said that it had aged well. So I I found that interesting, Uh, but the vocals are a little too immature to me and I just don't think it was there yet. And then she surprised so many people with that follow up with ultra violence. And that's when, that's when I got on board. I wasn't on board with the born to die thing. Oh yes. Well, it is interesting because like Born to Die was really divisive when yeah. it came out, and like a lot of people hated it. And so it is interesting as it's aged. I feel like because pe- some people received it so poorly, I think people with time are kind of backing off and being like, actually, it wasn't that bad of an album. But I definitely see what you're saying, though. Like it's definitely the most like 
mainstream, like, this is what I think I have to be to be successful, Lana. Yeah. And I mean, it's a debut album, so it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Debuts either like either make you or break you, I think, in terms of like who you are as an artist a little bit like or I, I feel like there's two two different debut albums that you get to. It's the indie artist that is like truly making music and very talented or it's the corporate like you got the record deal and they paid to make a, an album because you had the one song that was popular. And that like think about Carly Rae Jepsen's a great example of that where that first album is like complete horse shit. <laughs> but it's all because of Call Me Maybe. And right. then she was able yeah. to have like the connections to do the second album the way she wanted to. Oh, and ever since it's for been that. great. Thank goodness. Yeah. Right, and yeah. Lana probably is in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. She's she did recently talk about that Born to Die journey and just how you know, she had video games and yeah, they wanted her to create a record, but really what she was doing was she was working with like every producer and just seeing what stuck. And then yeah. mm-hmm. at the end, they had all these versions of all these songs. And that record is really a culmination of that. And it kind of feels like that, but it is interesting with her because she got so much shit during af- after that record. And so unfairly too, like it, it was like you, they really dragged her through the dirt on mm-hmm. that record and 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 then she proved herself you know so it, it was it was an it was a really odd debut record because it really got these divisive reviews and then she kind of with that second record was finally able to just be like fuck you like here here you go here's yeah. something not commercial what do you think I, now i vividly remember cuz i for whatever reason at the time was a like pretty into born to die i think i think i had been like probably super high when i first listened to the title track and like saw the music video and it just like stuck with me and I was just like oh my god I need to know everything about this person it was such a crazy switch in style when she released Ultraviolence I was just like I didn't know how to process it at the time it took a long time for me to like really get into that that album really Alan Alan, who is this guest by the way this is Mr. Yeah. Q. Um, he's my he's my Colorado uh, adoption rescue oh, dog. He's so he, cute. He, uh, yeah, he's so cute. He's very nice. He's 105 pounds. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Skinny legend. Skinny uh, legend. Is he the big spoon he, or a little spoon? Uh, uh, it depends on the night. Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First, love it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're both verse now. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't changed that. One much. of us says. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he likes to play at night, so he's like he's like looking at me behind the scenes here, just like, are you gonna are you gonna participate? But yeah, are you ready? Uh, we're cutting into playtime here. Can you even believe? We got, we got all night. Okay, so I didn't take many notes, but I did take one. Uh, one note. Okay. Tell us, tell one us. note. Cause I like, it was, I was trying to take more notes, but I just, every time I was like thinking, Oh, I should write this down. I just didn't. So it's it. And it's hard to like get into the mind frame where you're like, I'm going to listen to Lana and I'm going to be like very analytical and thoughtful and present. That's tough. It's tough yeah, to be I, all those things at once. For I, I really tried to do that on like two yeah. of the different listens. 
we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But like okay. my one thing mm-hmm. was in the song Peppers. Okay. There's the lyric. Oh. Hands on my knees, I'm Angelina Jolie. <laughs> and what I wrote is, is that Lana's Angela Bassett did the thing? That's not even her singing. <laughs> That's a sample. But is that okay? Well, oh, now I'm sorry. going dumb. Okay. <sighs> That's a sample of a Tommy Genesis song. Uh, oh, there you go. Well, so she, yeah. So that was written before she sampled. Yeah, she sampled. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah. I that's the that's the line that you took from that song because there's another line in that song where it's like, "Huh, that was very Lana of her to say that." Which what one? was that line? The um, <laughs> my boyfriend just tested positive for COVID, so whatever. We've been kissing. It doesn't matter. Whatever. Oh yeah, yep, yeah. I remember uh-huh. that one. Yep, never forget the uh the face mask incident. Like that is really, I think, like the encapsulation of Lana though. Like these yeah. lyrics, which I don't like she's really wanting her listeners to question whether or not this persona that she's giving off is truly her, if she's truly kind of like this out of touch, or yeah. if it's like it, she's just kind of begging people to kind of have that that curiosity of like, what? I think she Don't, loves. Fu- I love. I think she loves fucking with people like this. Totally. I think that, that is such a totally. Lana line. But the weird yep. thing about that line is that it's actually kind of cute. <laughs> a little bit. Like it's kind of cute. It's a little cute. <laughs> it, I mean, the, th- the the thing about it is, like, I think now it's probably cute. Yeah, right. Because right. <laughs> I think I think we're all like a little bit more like desensitized to COVID. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and also like I I think, yeah, I think it could have it could have gone over bad if it was during COVID. Yeah. Especially with the mask thing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for yeah. sure. For sure. But now <laughs> she, she gets it, she knows that she can say it, and she does. She's yeah. evolved with the culture, as always. <laughs> mm. Um, what else is going to say? There's a couple interludes mm-hmm. within mm-hmm. the the album, mm-hmm. which I didn't mm-hmm. pick up the first or second time I listened. I literally thought that they were just like the intro to the next song or part of that song. Yeah. Um, what did we think of those interludes? I liked yeah. one more than the other. I'll say that. <laughs> well, yeah. I agree. Yes. I, you know, the, um, the John, is it Batiste? Batiste? Mm-hmm. I should know Batiste, that. Batiste, yeah. 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 John Batiste one. Um, I, the first time I heard that, I was like, holy shit. I think this might be my favorite song on the, it, it's only yeah, like, it's, it's like the fourth or fifth one in, but that piano in the background. And it oh, made me so, so happy when I was listening to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is making me so happy right now listening to this. So it's very up there for me. Uh, on my, my personal ranking in a notebook in my desk here on my mm-hmm. on my 16 songs but uh wow yeah, the, so other, I, the other one the judas smith interlude is like i get why it, it's in this album and it probably mm-hmm. has to be in this album but it's just not my favorite don't love it what it's i creepy. found so fascinating it's about it was yeah the interludes it goes interlude song 
interlude. And then there's no mm-hmm. other. It. What? Yep. <laughs> and they're so long, like an interlude. The, yeah, yeah. You know, my favorite interlude she's ever done was that one on the weekends. Uh, oh, Star Girl. Oh my god. Oh my god. One of the best Lana songs ever. I know. Talk about a slutty bop. It's uh, um Star Girl interlude with the weekend. Oh my god. Oh, bop. Yeah, bop. Oh. But it's short. It's short. And Very her short. Interludes, her interludes are in this record are like five minutes long. Yeah, <laughs> Judah Smith is four minutes and 36 seconds. Right. That's a full ass song. Not right. for TikTok. <laughs> um, other thing Taco Truck XVB. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's sampling one of her own songs, isn't she? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Venice Bitch. Yes. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. How do we mm-hmm. feel about her kind of almost? It's like when Save that by the Bell got renewed uh, or brought back or Gilmore yeah. Girls. Mm, do sure. we like when artists go and and pay homage to a song that like um, I think culture has deemed one of their most like famous? I thought it was. So, I mean, it's not, it's a bit of a boppier version of Venice Bitch, I think. It's it's a song that she, when she was touring, I know she's going to start going, she's going to start performing again. She used to always close out her concerts with that song. Like, that was always the one at the end. So, I, as a fan, I kind of appreciated that. I like, I really do like that, that, that song at the end there. I, me too. I yeah. love the, <laughs> that's why they call me La Nita. That's, <laughs> that, that line gets me down. Uh but uh, yeah, I'm not. I wasn't really mad about that. I mean, it, it really those vocals though, are straight off of the NFR al- album, and you can you, you can tell a bit of the difference I think between the two. So maybe mm-hmm. there's a little bit of a disconnect there. But um, I you know what I wish she would have done is not have put the XVB, and that would have been a little surprise for us all at the end there. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, in this case, it's for me. It was like iconic, never been done never will be the same i loved it i thought it was really effective and yeah really cute callback to one of her greatest songs i mean right right so good right so good what so there are a couple different features on the record um tommy genesis bleachers s-y-m-l r-i-o-p-y i don't know if it's riopi um john batiste what did we think of of her use of of features do we feel like uh they were worthwhile and helped the song and helped the album. Uh, I have an opinion about the bleachers feature. Um, Ooh. Oh, I, I think Margaret would have been great if Jack Antonoff was not singing on that song, sounding like Bruce Springsteen right in the middle of it. It like took me oh. so far out and I'm like, where are we going right now? Oh my God. Um, so I really didn't like that. If he could do some background vocals, that would have been fine. But just popping in, sounding just like Bruce Springsteen was a little weird to me on a song about his fiance. That was weird mm. to me. But I loved John Batiste in both the, rec- the songs that he's on and then mm-hmm. um, Tommy Genesis on that sample on Peppers. And then those other two, those are samples too, I believe, on that grandfather one. And then mm-hmm. um, Harris, Texas is mm-hmm. S-Y-M-L. So. I mean, let's not forget Let the Light In with Father John Misty. <gasps> yeah, Dad oh. and Mom together. 
I oh mean, my god that song really did it for me that was yes. a great collab oh i agree so good Ooh. it had like fleetwood mac vibes to it yes. and i just loved the lyrically it was so there and vocally too um it's so good sometimes two people get together and their voices combined just are just so unbelievable mm-hmm. so heavenly and those two just get it together Right. And they have their music is, you know, similar sentiments come out of those records, right. I think. And mm-hmm. uh, this has been a long time coming this collab yeah. for sure. For sure. Yeah. I do remember one of my other notes or whatever that I was thinking about in terms of Lana is I really feel like some of the songs that she writes. She almost she likes to try and put melody to just sentences. <laughs> huh, I mm-hmm. wonder what song this is about. What do you, what song there's do you one think in it is? Par- there's one in particular. I would yeah. guess Fishtail. Oh. Right. Or wait, Alan, no. what would you is guess? that the right one? I was going to say Fingertips. Oh, sorry. F. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fingertips. Because, yep. so that song is... Not that, that- one? It's not, not either of those. <laughs> Which oh. one? Kintsugi. Oh. oh, yeah. Those vocals are pretty raw. Yeah. It's mm. not it's not like that it's not that her vocals are bad. Yeah. It's like she's really like I learned a word and this is what it was and it was Kintsugi. <laughs> but it's it, like she does it in a way it's that it's like like very singing it, which it's like girl this is this is there's there's no chorus here. No, there's no it, verses it, here. This is just me talking into the mic. It definitely strips any form and just yeah. kind of goes for whatever she wants. Whatever she wants. Yeah. Can you believe just a week ago I was looking up Kintsugi dishes? <laughs> really expensive, by the way. Yeah, it's there's gold. It's yeah, there's gold. gold in it. It's gold. People. Wow. Why were you yeah. looking up Kintsugi dishes? Because I I have expensive taste but not expensive budget. So you just I'm look window it up. shopping. Yeah. You look it up. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I also loved the way that Paris, Texas really glamorized Paris, Texas <laughs> in a way that like, it makes you feel like you're about to, like she actually is getting off in Paris, like France. Paris, France. And, then she, and then she goes, Texas. Love like it. it just is like, <laughs> and then then there's the Florence. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. so funny. This is a really um, funny record. A really funny record, I feel yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she's go she's going off the walls with this. Absolutely. Which is kind of fun. I really so, appreciate it. Alan, do you have any other thoughts that you just really want to make sure that we capture on the album? Or are you ready to go into top pop? Um, I had a thought pop up and then I think I lost it. So that really sucks. If it comes back, just go. Yeah. And then we'll stop and then. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That Um, sounds good to me. Okay. So my top bop. But wait, Aaron, was the album a bop or a flop for you? Oh, Oh. yeah. We didn't do that. Yes. Come on. We're dying to Uh. know. (laughs) The album is a bop for me. 
like, whoa. Oh my God. And and chemtrails was a flop, right? Yeah. Chemtrails yes. was a total flop. For you. Me. For you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, not since I gave folklore a tepid bop. <gasps> you did shifted. with folklore. Okay. I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was I very would, tepid. It was tepid. I would give folklore a a bop, to be honest, but I think it's a bop. But the reason why is because I I think that this album, I'm starting to kind of understand what Lana's shtick is. Mm. Oh my gosh, it is burped. I hope you couldn't hear it. (laughs) No, Uh, no. And I'm I'm hearing it. If you know what I mean. And I'm 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 enjoying kind of her weird version of music not not that it's a bad thing not saying like her weird version of music is like weird or like whatever but it's like what her brand is yeah i'm enjoying it and i'm finding things to like about it and i think for sake of like it being a lana album it's not her worst it's one that i would i would opt into if i had to listen to lana wow oh what about you two I feel like something has really shifted. Yeah, that warms the cockles of my soul almost. For sure. Yeah. That does but not mean I'm going to go back and listen to it, guys. <laughs> but there, oh, but there's so many journeys for you yeah, that you could it's, experience. It's, Maybe one day. We, it can't be put upon. It can't be put upon. You have yeah. to find it on your own. That's true. Right. That's true. That's true. How about you, Alan? What are your thoughts? It's definitely a bop for me. It's definitely up there sort of with what I was saying about NFR. I think this is a, mm, I don't want to say return to form, but almost that in a lot of ways. I think it's what NFR did was it set the groundwork for uh, a new musical journey, I think. And I think this one set something up new, new entirely, not entirely, but it definitely, it's definitely setting up some, some new stuff down the line, I think. And, and I, and I mm-hmm. loved it. I, I, th- I, I do think it was a return to form, I guess. And um, I think it is actually, I think it's her most personal record. I, mm-hmm. and I, I would say that I would, I really value that there's some really poignant shit in this record that you might even miss it as it's in like a song, like fingertips, like you might even miss it when, when those lines are passing you by, but I, I found like with multiple listens to this, I'm discovering more and more new things. And my flop, my flop song that, uh, that I had yesterday is no longer a flop as of today. So it's like, it's, it, I think sitting with this record and really taking it in has been really valuable for me. So definitely a bop. And one thing I did want to say is, you know, it's interesting that she's regarded as, a pop star still because this stuff is not it's not pop like no. it's so her own thing it's so alt um but she's she's recognized as this like pop star and it's like this is a weird record like a song like a and w that is a weird song that you're not going to just hear on a i don't need i don't need to name names but you're not going to hear that on, on an everyday pop record and uh and I, I really appreciate that. And I'm glad that I think she's really found her place, even if it is weird. All of us weirdos need need this kind of music. So, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I had to say. Love okay. it. Love it. <laughs> um, this one is a bop for me as well. So certified bop all certified around. Bop. Love that. Love that. Um, I'm glad I ordered the limited edition vinyl 
still hasn't arrived yet but which one on it uh it's the is it the white one oh yeah 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 Yeah, i'm excited i also did get a regular black one just in case like i don't know who knows i got my target exclusive they they have a dark pink yeah yeah Yeah. missed that whoops Mm -hmm. sorry target do love you next time that's okay that's okay next next time um all right Oh, one thing I wanted to mention, I was going to mention it off the pod, but like, why not just mention it now? Yeah. Yeah. What I was thinking was for our album cover, Alan, could you recreate the pose that she does? Could you recreate yourself as that album cover? Oh, yeah. You don't have to do like the wig or like the makeup or anything, but just... The, as close bed, as you can looking pouty yeah yeah like as close as you can to exactly how she has it okay and then we'll rebuild the album cover i'll work on yeah. it you know originally she was her the cover was going to be her nude so i'm glad i don't have to share that with, with <laughs> we all dodged a bullet on that one <laughs> did we <laughs> well we wouldn't be able to post or do we <laughs> <laughs> um the world probably would have appreciated that <laughs> but you yeah I the world also usually will appreciate good songs mm. so i think it might yeah. be time to go into our top pop hell yeah so. hell yeah yeah who wants to start i can if we need to great go yeah. for it aaron give it All to right. us my top bop is did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard. Oh, good choice. It is good. Should, choice. We, listen? Should we listen? Yes. Oh, let's okay. do it. Oh. Okay, y'all. We will do more <laughs> music as like we used to. Normal episodes. Go listen to it really quick. We just did. Yeah. We are Go back listen. after listening to Did You Know That There's a Tunnel Ocean or Under Ocean Boulevard? Mm-hmm. Yes. What a fun Why song. this one? Why this one, Aaron? Uh specifically, I love the "Don't forget me." Yeah. <laughs> like, and then then this the way that it has like all of kind of that building. It's yeah. the exact same reason why I like the the last song from uh, Chemtrails. It just it builds. It's simple when it comes to the chorus, and I found myself singing along to it, which I was like. Mm-hmm. Damn, look at me singing along to Alana's song. Um, <laughs> and I feel like even just the kind of her like weird little like. Y'all tell me if if like there's a, a deeper, deeper mm-hmm. meaning to the song past like what I got from it. But like it kind of feels like she's just like lonely and wanting to to have a bond with someone deeper but then she also just kind of like goes on weird tangents a little bit with it Mm. but i like like it was it was a great song yeah i think it might in some ways be about legacy as well just like because there's a tunnel that you know, used to be there and then people forgot about it. And I think that's what's so cool about that song is because you don't really 
realize what this tunnel thing she's talking about is until the end where she's says, don't forget me like the tunnel. And then it's waterworks basically. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah. I didn't. So like, I promise you, I tried this whole album. <laughs> no, we appreciate I, it. I, we appreciate I didn't get, it, I didn't get like, I didn't get that from the song, but now there's more that I'm going to go back and listen to again. And be like, it does that all kind of play together with that. It um, almost does. Almost. Almost. Who who wants to go next? I'll go next. Simon. Okay. Um, it's a really, really tough choice between two songs for me. Um, but I think uh, I'm torn between like what do I think will be my top op, like just generally on the album, and what like right now mm-hmm. is my top op. Yeah. I'm really torn. Well pick. Oh. You gotta just pick one. Really pick torn. One. Okay. Okay. I'm just going to go with, I'm listening to my heart. It will stay on the test of time for me is A&W. Yeah. Let's yeah. give it a listen. Yeah. We'll see you in seven minutes. Yeah. Se- mm. oh, man, I love a Lana song where you get like multiple Lanas at once. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. it runs the gamut for me. It's this, it's that, it's up, it's down. You get a you get a first half, a second half, and it's all fucking delicious. I love it. Oh, fuck is that? It's a good one. And I'm so glad they released it as as one of the singles prior to Me the, too. the album release because I don't know, it got me really excited. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Keep chatting for a quick minute, boys. Oh, okay. Right. He probably. What do you think? He, is a stripper? Stripper at the door? Probably probably. a stripper. Yeah. Pizza guy. Uh, A a mal-timed stripper. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. During the middle of bopper flop. I'm back. You're back. It was stupid. So I just got some cookie dough from the fridge. Okay. Okay. Famous cookie dough. Delicious. You you made it? Yeah. Oh, Um, yeah. It's fucking amazing. It's really good. It's different than the other cookie dough. I can't explain it. It just is. Okay. It, brown butter mama it's brown that's butter. what it is it's the brown butter. but um my new fridge like beeps at you when it doesn't close properly and it's not fully closed oh. and so Just it was keeping you safe. I was like, what the fuck is that beep keeping you safe yeah that's a smart fridge very smart fridge very smart why is yeah. this song called a and w american <laughs> <Yeah>. horror <laughs> right right Mm-hmm. But like oh, I, the second half should just be called Jimmy. Jimmy. A W and Jimmy. But she did the yep. Lana thing and is like This song's buried. This the second half yeah. is buried. Mm-hmm. Hidden. It is. Hidden it is. behind that first half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what the intention was there. Yeah. Uh but I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that we didn't know that was coming. That was such a nice surprise when all of a sudden it was just like, okay, we're going <laughs> to the club. We're going Love to the club. Well, I, I kind of felt like it had a little bit of like a Rastafarian vibe to it. Yeah, like a, a cheerleader chant almost. That's <laughs> how I, I, I took it. You know, just this bratty, like, your mom called. <laughs> I told She's fucking up so big midwives. time. Great yeah, line. it's a good time. I love, that. I love <laughs> it. 
so good. Mm. Alan, that, that just, just leaves you. you. All right. I put much thought into this. I've been torn. Oh. It was also between two. Mm. But alas, Peppers is here. Oh, shit. All right. Let's listen. Let's give Pepper Peppers a listen. Did I? Did I just cut out? Mm. That was Peppers. Yeah. Hands on Peppers. Mm. Peppers. The slutty bop we all need this summer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Alan, why why Peppers? Um. Yeah, I. It's the song I keep going back to. Like, I really keep going back to it. I. Mm. So I. I when that happens, I have to, there's something in the air. And so that's the answer. That's really the answer. I think it just, it just is an earworm that you just keep on wanting to listen to. Yeah. And I'm listening to it a lot. Do you think it's because it was, it was sampled with the hands on my knees? I'll tell you that night I watched, I, I listened to the record like 10 minutes after it came out, I sat in my living room here and just took it all in. And when that song came on, I was like lit. I was like on fire. I was just like, yes, 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 Mm -hmm. yes, yes. So I think that that was, it just, I think the, in, in the lyrics too, that, that I'm in love sentiment kind of on top of this, like throwing caution to the wind sentiment is kind of, I don't know. I, I just, I, I kind of just, I, it really stuck with me. So that's, that's mm-hmm. what gave me peppers. I think it's definitely unexpected. Yeah. It's um the 15th song out of 16. So mm-hmm. it's just like, whoa, okay, here we are. Yeah. We're getting this slapper so late in an album. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It was really, um I just did not see it coming. No. I liked it a lot. And we haven't had a song like this. There was nothing like this on Blue Bannisters or Chemtrails. And I think NFR had like doing time, doing time, but that was about it. That might even be semi comparable to that. So it's been a while since we had a song like that. And so Mm -hmm. I fully am embracing it right now. Nice. I don't think it's going to be able to beat the circuit remixes of summertime sadness that we somehow ended oh, up God. with. Oh, in terms oh, of total. Don't get me clarity, started. On but Lana oh, remixes. I'll, I'll I'll take the summertime sadness ones. Hell yeah! Oh no! I will <laughs> sing along to them. <laughs> oh no! <know>? He says. <laughs> Didn't they? They like released it like slowed down or something. That's what the kids are doing. They're like slowing oh. them down now. Oh, I don't know. What? Yeah, you, you do see those on YouTube or, where it's like slowed down and reverb, and like I don't need that. Or maybe it was sped up. It was like a I don't know. I don't. I don't. I'm. I, I notoriously hate remixes. All remixes. So across the board. Yeah. Speaking of songs that we hate, ugh. Time for biggest flop. Biggest okay. flops. Yeah. Biggest flops. Aaron, what was yours? I'll start us off. Normally, I feel like you kind of don't want to take the easy one way and choose an interlude as your your least favorite song. But given at <laughs> these how are long songs, yeah, these are <laughs> the Judah Smith interlude. Truly yeah. ruined <laughs> a, a, a fine album. That song wow. every time it comes on. Next, <laughs> next. I'm done with it. I'm done with that song. Like, yeah. I think I would literally just, I would, I should delete it from my 
mm-hmm. the album that I have downloaded. So that way I don't yeah. ever have to listen to it. Honestly, fair. And it was also my biggest swap. Uh, I don't think my, I, I don't love it either. I'm like uncomfortable with any sort of like where I'm like a fly in the wall with religion involved. Um, it's a little creepy. Uh, the first time I listened to it though, I was in like a really good headspace and it made sense in like the flow of the album. So like, I yeah. get it. It makes sense. Yes. But I also like, I could probably skip this one too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And and Alan, what about you? My flop is <laughs> Miss Margaret is my flop. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. kind of expecting that. Bleachers does take over that song. Yeah, Hmm. I don't like how he came in like that. That threw me so far for a loop. I think it has some nice qualities to it, that song. If she would have just did that solo, I would have much more appreciated it. But uh, Um, there really is something to be said about the romanticizing that's happening of Bruce Springsteen by like Bleachers is doing it. The Killers is doing it. Like, they always have those two always have with Bruce Springsteen, I feel yeah. like. But but now it's like Bruce is actually like doing collabs with both of them. Right. Yeah, yeah. He is. He is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's coming full circle. It is. And Bruce Springsteen once said something very complimentary about Norman fucking Rockwell. He said it was like one that Lana's like one of the greatest songwriters of all time. Just to bring it full circle. Hey, if Bruce is on record it, saying that. Hey. Sounds about right to me. I don't know. See, the the thing so. is, though, I feel like being one of the greatest songwriters of all time, there's no quantification to that. Yeah. That could be the greatest 10,000 of all time. I, and I don't, current, I don't, I don't mean that. Yeah. I don't mean that about Lana. I mean that statement. You hear it. Sure. All the time. Right. Um, sure. Whatever her name is that we reviewed. We've got something they don't. Crickets. The yeah, hot girl. Shania Twain. The oh. he was like, I listened to that Lord. episode. I was, oh yeah. my God, I was cracking up yesterday. Last, you guys were so funny on that episode. Mama, I was so high. I bought like, that album. <laughs> I think, Simon, it was you who said, <laughs> but she's saying, I got Liddy in my cup or something like that. This, yes. Liddy in the city. <laughs> Liddy in the city in my solo cup or something. I was laughing yeah. so hard. <laughs> yeah. She did say that. She's yeah. on record. She did say that. Yes. That's such yep. quotable behavior. Um, That's right. <laughs> well, we made it through. Yes, we did. We got one last thing. Mm. And that is single mm. obsession. Oh yes, that's right. Um, who wants to go first? Um, I'll go first. Um, I have been just going on a little, a little time machine tour of some of my old fave stuff. Like I just listened to Less for Life. Um, I went back and revisited. Um the og gaga album the fame and wow yeah that talk about a time capsule um but i have really been loving beautiful dirty rich um one of the lesser mentioned songs on the fame but um it's a bop love it keep going back to it yeah i'll go next so alan just has a little bit more time if he wants to think about his a little more no but i I got it you go you go okay 
You Mine is Simon. I think you popped a song on this album two weeks mm-hmm. ago, and we were supposed to review it like three weeks ago. Mimi but we didn't. Is it Mimi Webb? Mimi Webb, Mama. I I you reminded me to add that back to my music again. Yeah, and I did, and mm-hmm. I have been listening to it nonstop. Wow. The other side. I'm giving I'm giving my single obsession to the other side, but the whole okay. album, beginning to end. It is like earworm. It, yeah, so good. it is. I'm gonna have uh, to listen to it again. Yeah, me too. I'll write that down. I need to. Yeah, Miss Mimi Webb. I Miss mean, Mimi. okay. I've watched a couple of her music videos, and it's truly like so. Like ugh, they're really trying to throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks in terms of like style and her clothes and her look and everything. But the album's good. Yeah, I've, I haven't listened to any of those things, but yeah, the, the album's good. <laughs> album's great. Yeah. Sweet, Alan. I'll what about you? Out. All right. Um, so I since uh, this thing called the Super Bowl, I <laughs> revisited uh, the Anti album Ooh. by Miss Rihanna, yes. and Love on the Brain is oh. a great song. And ah, so I've been listening yes. to that uh, quite a bit. Uh, yeah. So Love on the Brain for sure. That's a good one. Do we yes. think that Rihanna is going to put out new music? No. Maybe in five years. Yeah. yeah. No. Um, I don't think she's ever gonna put out new music again. I think really? the, Super Bowl, really? the Super Bowl was uh a final kind of like Well music has been it, fun. Here you go, fans. I think that she now buy my makeup. Mm-hmm. I could yeah. see her singing again, like something like doing one of the um the Grammys tributes for like dead people or whatever. Or like yeah. what she did with uh, <laughs> with like with Black Panther, where she does like a song or two for a very yeah. like important sure. get nominated um, for an Oscar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can't see her doing like an album again. I don't think she yeah. wants to or needs to. Yeah. Wow. I mean, no disrespect to the Queen, but like, yeah, I don't think she gives a shit about music anymore. Mm. I, I just don't think it's her preferred medium. We'll say that. And yeah. I think the Super Bowl was enough for me to be like, yep, you're ready to sail into retirement on Fenty and Fenty Beauty. And you know what? Good for her. Right. That's good for her. And yeah, I think she's, the thing she's is, like a billionaire or something. Right. <laughs> and the thing is, is the longer she waits, like oh, the better yeah. that album would have to be, you know? Yes. Oh mm-hmm. my God. The people would be fiending. Yeah, like if it was a lackluster album after all this time or something. Well, I think we got a little taste of that when she released her song on for um, the Black Panther album because oh. people, because it had been so long and people wanted like a bop, bop, yeah. bop. And we got a ballad, which is great. I mean, it's a good song, but yeah, sure. people were like, we waited for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the expectations would be too much. Right. Me right yeah just mm, yeah couldn't do it cut it out while you can mm-hmm. um so alan this has been a fun episode thank you so yes. much for joining us so thank you so much for asking i really appreciate it this was so fun it's so good to see you both it's been it's I been know. almost exactly two years chemtrails came out almost exact in march 2021 so it's been already two mm. years since we that's crazy yeah and it you feels still like have literally- our proper flop mug I do. Of course. I, I was just drinking coffee, so now I'm all energized. Uh, so, 
Well, yeah. it's going to be a late night. There, so you can obviously de-energize when you need. There is, yes, that yeah. there is that option as well. Say that. Um, <laughs> Alan, if people want to disagree with you about the opinions you made on this podcast about Lana, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. can people find you? Uh, very easily. I'm on just Instagram, Alan Semro. So that's where that's I am. Easy. You can try to you can try to give me your opinions on there, but yeah, you may say no. You may say uh, I may say no. I may ignore no. it. I may ignore yeah. it. Um, but. Simone, if people want to to find you and they want to to voice their opinions mm -hmm. or just mm -hmm. you know say hi, how can they do say that? Hi. Yeah, you can find me uh, on Instagram as well at the Realist Simon. Uh, if you want to follow my here, there, everywhere, whatever the day is, whatever I'm feeling out. Uh, playlist it's on spotify it's called i love this playlist and uh soon you'll be able to find me in a nearby suburb of minneapolis well suburb is it yeah it's a suburb right right i don't know where you're living golden valley that's a suburb oh, yeah a suburb of minneapolis. Yeah. i'll be like the cool the cool gay guy in this yeah you know yeah there's some fun. cool parks over there there are it's a gorge yeah, yeah. golden valley yeah. has a pride so you they know do. that they're gay. <laughs> it's true. It's true. They they're do like have a one pride. of the 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 smallest yeah. cities I feel like in Minnesota to do a pride. I think Good so. Them. Probably because gays yeah. live there. Good for them. That's right. How about you, Aaron? Where can we find you? Um, you can find me at the Aaron um, on all socials, and then you can find this podcast at Bopper Flop Podcast. Love that. Do you think we'll get another comment on Podbean? I think so. I'm oh. hoping for two comments this time. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe workshop the sentence to a friend or two before you, you post it. Because the last one, I still don't know what it means. I don't know if it's a good comment, a bad comment. That's true. It's it was kind of ambiguous. ambiguous. It was really it ambiguous. Was. You didn't know what it meant. <laughs> they make a bold stance about this song. Yeah, because uh, I, I had slandered. I had slandered that song during oh, that episode. Oh, okay. Yes. Mm, that's fair. That's fair. We'll never wow. know. It is. Um, it is. all right, boys. This has been so fun. Yeah, Kisses. so fun. So fun. Good to see you both. Okay. Bye. Love you. Thank you.